Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Digital Masters Podcast. Today we have on Octavia Connor. She is the founder of Say Yes to Profits, a virtual CFO firm. And we're going to be talking to her about the video marketing system that she has put together that pulls in 15 inbound leads per month, people that already know her, like her, and trust her. And we're going to be talking about how she started and where she is today and how she's making all this work together. So let's get into it. Hey, Octavia, thanks for being on the show today. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, me too. I, when I first saw you at uh, in the, the, the community that Summit CPA put together for CFOs, uh, we had a little marketing gathering and, um, and you just had a ton of stuff to share around how you've uh, built out the marketing for your company, uh, Say Yes to Profits. And I was really just impressed you have like you have the dream situation which a lot of companies want you're definitely that one percent of the of the people out there that have have taken the steps to build out a marketing system you're doing the video you're on youtube you're publishing stuff to linkedin you've really established yourself as that thought leader uh, with content and so when i saw that i was just like i really wanted to have you on my show so that we could help break some of that stuff down to the people that uh, that listen so thanks for being on no problem. Thank you so much for everything you just said, and thank you for having me. Yeah, great. So one of the things that I run into when I'm talking to somebody about content marketing, especially in professional services, which is traditionally like a lot of them are building their companies. Not, I'm not going to say in a, in a bad way, but they, they do it through networking. They do it through referrals. Sometimes they have outbound salespeople um, when they start to get a little bit bigger. Uh, but you, 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 uh, you saw the opportunity for creating video. You saw the opportunity for creating this content as a way to scale your business, and it's working. I don't remember exactly how many leads you said you were getting a month, but it was a substantial amount, all coming from this inbound content marketing system that you've built. So when, when we think back to when you first got started, how did you know that this was going to play out like this? Like, what was the mindset that you had that allowed you to, to do this and, and put the effort? Because it takes it takes some effort. Yes, it does. Um, I won't say that I, I knew when I first started that it was going to play out in this way. But what I did know is that I wanted to be different. Um, and I wanted to position myself as an expert and I felt like um, the best way to do that was to speak and you're not often able to get on a stage so you make your own stage so I started to think well how can I make my own stage and video was how I was able to make my own stage and I just started doing it and I wanted to make sure I remain consistent um, and once I started with my first video and got the, the nervousness out of the way, I just kept going from there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the nervous part is some of the, the hard parts to get over. I remember when I did my first LinkedIn video, I was like, <laughs> I was like super stressed. Um, what, one of the things I will say, like beyond all of the, the business value that you get from content, one of the cool parts is getting over that, that feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I mean, you're obviously, you're obviously right now, you're very comfortable on camera. You're always on camera, but before you got on, it sounds like that wasn't like super easy for you or natural. No, it wasn't. Um, but what I started to do was practice in the mirror. Um, and then I created a script um, with key pointers so that I, I wasn't just on there just kind of talking. And 
yeah, I just, I actually just went for it, but I had to really, it's funny because I think back on it, I had to really stand in the mirror uh, a couple of times and recite whatever I was going to say, especially like the, the introduction. And then once I felt like I had it, I just imagined the camera, well, the phone at that time being the mirror and I would just talk to the mirror. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and so you, you mentioned consistency and that's, that's, <clears throat> that's what's made it possible for me. That's how I, I broke through a lot of this stuff and started generating business for myself. But how long did it take after you started creating those, vi those videos before you started seeing some sort of traction? And what was that traction? What, what was the first sign that you saw something that was working out? The first time was when I signed a client who specifically stated they found me from a YouTube video. And that was the first sign. And it wasn't just um, a small client. This It was a pretty large client. And she mentioned that she watched a couple of my videos and she was ready to move forward. And it wasn't a sales process with her. She watched the videos and she just knew she wanted to move forward. And that was like the aha, this is great. And that took about six months after I started uh, uploading the videos to YouTube. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and that's a that's a substantial amount of time. Like while you were making those, like what what kept you going? Like how did like because you mentioned that you didn't know it would work. So putting in six months is a is a good amount of time. What was it that kept you moving along those th that six months? I knew that it it was different, and I knew that in my industry, a a lot of accountants. Um, they're not comfortable with talking on camera. So I knew it was different. And I really felt like if I continue to do this and not a lot of accountants are doing this, that it, it has to result in something great. So I, what I did was I gave myself a year oh, to cool. actually test video marketing for one year. And then I was going to make a decision whether yay or nay. And within six months, um, I, once I signed that very first client, it was almost like that client opened the door and other clients came in. And that's how we were able to go from an accounting firm here in Atlanta to an actual virtual, uh, CFO and accounting firm. Yeah, that's interesting. And, uh, and it's also interesting how the, how some of this stuff plays out too, because, well, number one, it is it. I have the same feeling as you do. It's like when when somebody does find you online, and they find your video when they first call you. It's interesting because they they act like as if they know you. Yes. Uh, yes. And so you're right. It's like it's less of a sales process and more just like, hey, here's how it works, um, and they've already kind of bought into some of the things that you're saying. Um, but beyond that, like it also makes it. So, so people can just, you know, incidentally find you online through the video or whatever that is, but it also makes it easy for people to share your content. My guess is, I, I, and you tell me if this is true, but you probably have clients that have found you or people that didn't even sign up, but still share and, and spread the word. So it helps increase that word of mouth traffic as well. Yes, that's the, the amazing part about it. I'll have people that will reach out and they would tell me, oh, I found you through this person. And I 
don't know who they're referring to, have never talked to them before, but I'll always reach out to that person and I'll ask them, well, how did you find me? And about eight out of 10 will say, oh, I saw your live or I saw your video on YouTube and um, I just knew a couple of people that needed your services or X, Y, and Z person mentioned they needed your services. So I referred them to you because I watched a couple of your videos. They'll even say, I'm not maybe at the stage where I'm ready to work with you, but I knew that they are, and I wanted you all to connect. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and that's another thing I talk a lot about with people is, so it sounds like you also, you're also doing a lot of investigation in terms of like how people found you. You like, you're not just pushing, pushing this content out and then just like hoping that it works. You're out there doing investigation, listening to what people say, actually asking them where they found you, like do they like the content, all that kind of stuff so that you can further refine it. Yes, that's a major part of video marketing. Honestly, I think that's a major part of marketing, but especially with videos, I like to see where they found us. And also on YouTube, you can see what videos receive the most views, the most likes and the most comments. And then I go and repurpose that content over and over again, and it churns more business for the company. And when you say repurpose, do you mean like, you'll you'll re-record it or even take it and make smaller clips all of the above like yes so i'll take it and make smaller clips i'll take it and make a an actual blog um i'll do an ebook and oftentimes it's the same content so for example if i have a lot of my videos will have three or four tips or three or four strategies well then i'll take one of those strategies for another video and deep dive into that strategy I gotcha. And then, and then how do you determine which video you're going to do that with just basically like what video gets the best feedback or gets the most views, all those kind of things. That's how you kind of determine. Yes. Um, that as well as what is trending in the marketplace at this time. Hmm. Yeah, that's smart. And I can't remember if it was you, but did, didn't you mention that there was a few tools that you used to, to d discover what those trends were? Yes. Um, so with, well, one thing of course is YouTube. So on YouTube, if you, let's say you want to talk about cash flow, and if you go into the YouTube bar and you type cash flow and don't type anything else, it's going to give you a list of some of the well-known topics about cash flow. And you can go and create a video on whatever the top topics are. In addition to that, if you know someone in your industry that is also doing videos, if you go to their page, you can sort it to see the highest viewed videos for their page, and then you go and do a video. Um, those are just two ways that I'm trying to think of some more, but I definitely look at that every single week. We go to YouTube and do searches as that um, every single week. Yeah, that's cool. I think there's like a site called um, Ask the Public as well. It kind of shows like okay. you can go there and you can type in like you could type in cash flow. I don't know how descriptive you need to be, but it will they do an analysis online of, of all of the, the trending content and they will oh. tell you like what's popular. OK, OK, so, I have to add that so you, to my tools. <laughs> yeah, well, it just and and so 
I know you're doing a bunch of stuff now. You do YouTube videos, you do lives, you do the lunch and learns, which is kind of a webinar, but you don't call it a webinar, but where you're teaching people, you're just bringing people together. Um, and then you've got like, you're building all these assets on your website. Like, so I know even like when I first met you, a lot of the people were like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. And so it, it can be overwhelming to, to imagine yourself doing all that stuff. Like, where did it start? And then, and then maybe after that, we can, we can talk about, okay, then how did you start to build on that after you started to see some traction? That's a great question. So it started from videos and then I had to determine, well, how do I take um, anyone that's viewing a video and turn them into a client? So I had to figure out the next steps and the next steps from the video was giving them something free. Um, that was some type of opt-in, like we have several eBooks and things like that. And also as well as in the videos, there are certain things that I say during a certain period of time that help turn clients or have viewers come and want to find out more information. But it definitely started from videos and then trying to figure out how to turn the views into potential clients or just subscribers, how to turn them into something um, other than just viewers. And what I do know is that everyone wants to know what's in it for me right so what is in it for them well okay i'm giving them free content but do i then just want them to come off my video and then just go and go find someone else no i can give them that free content and then as a complimentary uh opt-in to that content i add an ebook and then i'll say in the video this ebook is going to help you with the strategies that i'm discussing today and they'll naturally want to go and get the ebook or whatever it may be because that's going to build on what they're already learning i gotcha that makes sense and so so and and when you say videos it was it was the youtube videos right yes the youtube videos yes so if we if we were building out the most simple basic system you you started publishing videos and then at one at, at one point you you developed some sort of like they call them a lead magnet something where it was it was a free giveaway what and yes. what was that first giveaway a ebook and and it was like a, a strategy on like was it cash flow or at the time it was a basic accounting um I see. and i what i did was i did a video on uh, the basics of accounting for small businesses. And then the ebook wrote down the actual or highlighted the actual steps that a small business owner need to take in order to build a solid financial management system. And then in the video, I um, did like, I think seven, I had seven or eight tips that I wanted to give them. But due to time, I could only give them three or four and they had to download the ebook for the remainder tips. And then in the ebook, there was some mechanism for them to like book a call if they were interested in, yes, yes. in chatting more. Mm -hmm. I see. So there was always a step up. And so how did you, was the, was the ebook the first thing that you generated or did you have other ones that you tried first that, that didn't work? The ebook was the first thing, the very first That's thing cool. that I decided to do. The second thing was um, a CD. Um, where I gave away a CD. And the only difference is that on the CD, I recorded um, what I was saying in the ebook. 
but you can get it in the ebook or you can get it as a CD. And we would physically mail the CDs out at that time. This was several years ago. We would mail the CDs out and in the CD would be um, a little note thanking them and a link for them to schedule their discovery session or um, strategy session. That's cool. And so how did you decide when you created that particular ebook, how did you know to create that particular topic as opposed to something else? Because I had a lot of business owners um, asking those types of questions. So as I mentioned before, when I speak to business owners, I ask them certain questions and then I take that information and I use it in some way. And they would ask, well, how do I set up my accounting system and what do I need? What is my chart of accounts and why is that important? So I would create um, lead magnets answering those questions for business owners. Yeah, that's cool. I think one of the, the keys to from just hearing you to your success really is that is that listening. Yes. You know, you're because because so many people are stuck in their own heads, uh, including myself. There's times where it's just like you, you think you know what people want. And if you always act from that point of view and you're never really listening, it's hard to develop the lead magnet. It's hard to develop the, the language on your website that's going to resonate with that person. Yes, that's very important. Even um, when like today I did a discovery session with a potential client and she said, I feel like you're speaking directly to me. And that's because I take the pain points and then I just, you know, put them in all of my content and do videos. And when you know your target audience, 90% of the time, all of them have pain points and problems around the same area and you could just right. take that and use it over and over again. And that's another like specific to like CPAs and CFOs and accountants in general is like I do notice a lot of them they have a lot of different types of customers. Like they some of them have inventory and then some of them don't have inventory. Um, whereas you focus on consultants the ones that are providing services so yes. you you kind of know all of their ins and outs, like if they're a model, like if they're an hourly shop or whatever that is, mm -hmm. you know exactly how that works. And so then you can build all your systems to scale that type of company. Yes, absolutely. And that's exactly what we do. And and so I guess kind of two follow ups. I'll try not to confuse myself, but uh, when were you always that way? Did you always focus on that type of business or did you? through your experience and like who you like to work with and who you realized you could help the most, did you pivot into that and really commit to those people? Yes, it evolved over time. Um, because when I first started, you know, I was the typical business owner, entrepreneur. I just wanted to help business owners with their accounting, but I didn't know who to work with. So I had a variety of clients. Um, and then I took a class a while ago, several years ago, that basically it, it mentioned you want to work with or target businesses that you enjoy working with. So I started to look back and I do this every single year. I do an exercise where I look at who all we work with over the years, um, how much money we made, what type of client, um, as far as what industry and things like that. And did we enjoy working with them? And I started to realize I enjoy working with businesses that are similar to mine, um, which are consulting firms and service-based consulting firms. So I started to laser focus on those type of clients. Yeah, that's awesome. It seems like you've, you seem to have the ability to like, 
do these really thoughtful exercises and then also like execute on them too, which I think is pretty cool. Like I think so, usually people are thoughtful and they don't like to execute or they, they execute well, but they're not like, they're not being thoughtful. They're not listening to what people say. And like somehow you've, you've managed to create a company where you're doing both of those. Yes, I do a lot of, um, I call it brain dumping where on like on my board here in my office or even on a piece of paper whatever the ideal is i just i'll dump everything out i'll just write 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 it's sloppy and everything and then after i do the brain dump i take a few minutes of a break and then i come back and the goal is to organize it and then pull out the action items and make it all make sense and then i try to be very intentional about taking actions because you're not going to really get results until you take action. And then uh, this is a, almost outside of marketing, but not really. But then so after you come up with that plan, how often are you like how far out will you execute on that plan before you might change it or pivot a little bit? Six months to a year. Oh, wow. That's yeah, awesome. Six months to a year because um. The last I read about this is that statistically it takes someone, especially in marketing, to see you like seven to 14 times before they want to actually move forward with you. And right. I just thought like if it takes seven to 14 times, that means they really have to see me a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So within a year, I'm pretty sure you can see me seven to 14 times within a year. So <laughs> six months to a year, but along the way I'm measuring as well. So I'm tracking the progress. I'm really big on analyzing everything. So I look at my numbers um, all the time and it kind of tells me if I need to pivot or just stay on this path and give it a little bit more time. Yeah, that's amazing. And then what gave you the, the insight that you needed to, um, listen to I mean, this this might sound obvious to you but what gave you the insight to be so aware of what people were saying was that something that you were that you that you were just naturally good at or did you read a book or did you read a marketing book that kind of explained that it was really important for you to get customer feedback and use that in your marketing i did because i didn't understand marketing when i first started so i didn't understand how to attract uh clients and i had to figure out well how do i make them come to me instead of me because i'm an introvert believe it or not so i don't like to go out and network i'll go and speak but that's me going and getting on a stage and you know so i had to figure out how do i bring clients to me so um i remember reading a book and i'm trying to think of the book i see the the picture in my head right now. I'm pretty sure it's on my bookshelf. But I remember reading a book that said you have to understand your clients. And then I started to think, well, how do I understand my clients when at the time I really didn't have a lot of clients? So I just started talking to like when people would come to me, if I'm at a speaking engagement, I'll ask them, well, what did you like about that topic? Um, what spoke to you the most? And when people scheduled a session with me, I'll ask them, what made you speak to me instead of other accountants? So I just started asking a lot of questions and writing down the notes. And I would go back and look at the notes and start to use them in my copy or in my videos. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've even done a couple of things where I'll record a call mm -hmm. and uh, go back over it. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to where I lost them. Like, where did the conversation kind of go 
go go wrong or sometimes I'll say something to them and they'll repeat something back to me like they'll say oh did you mean this and so then I just know that like I can just say it a different way and it it will click easier with that with that type of person uh, yes. yeah that's yeah that's awesome um like I said I think you are definitely like the 1% in terms of like having figured all this stuff out and I think it's really showing in terms of like how you're able to grow and uh, and scale your business and and I you, you mentioned one other thing that I think is important too that that I talked to a lot of people about is that when you when you were talking about your YouTube channel you you don't have like a million subscriptions right you, mm -hmm, you, I think I you said you had four or five hundred or something like that we just recently crossed the five hundred mark in subscribers and so it doesn't like you're you're generating I I don't know if you're comfortable talking about how many leads you do generate per month. Um, is that, about is that 15. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. awesome. And, and those are 15 leads that are actually scheduling time on the calendar to speak to me about accounting services. Right. And that's just with like 500 subscribers. Although I, I bet like over time that probably will scale up, my guess is. Like yeah, you'll probably I'm see hoping. that like. <laughs> I'm definitely Maybe. hoping it would. But even before we hit the four or 500, and it was amazing because before we hit that mark, there were, was clients finding us. And then I would see other channels that had a lot of subscribers. And I'm like, wow, if we're at the two, three, 400 mark and we're attracting this amount of leads, I can imagine only what they're doing. Um, because I figure 15 leads and I'm only doing about four videos a month. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I, I think it, it it depends a little bit like on what your intention is too, because I know a lot of people, they're trying to get subscribers, like their whole, they, like they want to monetize the channel. And it's like, that's, that's like a different mindset than just producing content to just to like generate business. Uh, so I think it has to do with, it could be just like they're intentionally trying to get subscribers and generating content to do that kind of thing. Um, I, I would agree because I remember when I first started doing the videos, I wouldn't ask for subscribers. And I um, did this YouTube training class a while back and it said a couple of years ago, actually, and it said, start asking for subscribers. My intentions was to come on and show that I'm an expert in this area. So I wouldn't ever say subscribe to our channel. I do it now, but before I wouldn't say that. I just wanted them to watch the video and download whatever I'm giving from the video. Yeah. And I think it also matters. It's like, what are you talking about? Um, because sometimes it's like, you know, people aren't necessarily looking for my content or your content every day. Whereas if it's, if it's like something that's super entertaining, uh, you know, then maybe that's something that they want to like and subscribe to and get it every day. But I, I think it, it is, it, it is interesting. You have to negotiate those kind of things. Like when are you asking people to like and subscribe and like what, and I think you made the, the, that's like, what is your intention behind it, really? Because uh, I think sometimes when you when you when people think that you're trying to get subscribers or they, they can see what your intention is. So I think it's it's good to have a clear intention. And uh, that's probably why you've you've had a lot of success. So, yeah, I agree. Well, I, well, I appreciate you being on the show today. Um, it was an honor to have you here. Do you want to tell people? I mean, I, it, I think it's pretty clear what you do, but do you want to take a chance to explain a little bit about uh, how you specifically help people and then where they can get a hold of you? 
Sure. Well, I am Octavia Connor, um, and I am the virtual CFO for consultants. And I help consultants have more money, more profits, and pay less taxes. You can find us on all of the social media outlets at Say Yes to Profits. And then you can also find me on Instagram at Octavia Connor underscore. Cool. Well, again, thank you for being on. I appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you around. Okay. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs>